welcome to the Rum and Regret podcast. I am Andy Drake. Johanna Myers. Nate Tussie, and we drink and we know things. It is Tuesday, November 15th. Uh, this is episode 99. Oh, shit. This is episode 99, the the uh, eve of our 100th episode. Uh, <laughs> and it's the, uh, the thankful cast. Because uh, we're off next week. Because it's Thanksgiving. So... Uh, a little yeah. bit of, uh, a little bit of, uh, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> 99, dudes. Wait, 99. That really no, work. that doesn't that really work. Much. It's uh, 99, yeah. said Loof Balloons. Um, <laughs> um, so anyway, um, so we're just going to, we're going to chat uh, just a little bit about what we've been watching um, Joe and I uh, ha- have a lot of therapy to get through, <laughs> so uh, we're, we're going to start with our horror corner. We're going to move into streaming selections of the week, and then we will end on Nate's Marvel Minute, uh, which will be uh, probably a very uh, uh, girthy Black Panther Wakanda Forever love fest. Um, uh, allegedly, yes. Allegedly. <laughs> um, but first, uh, let's take a minute and have a moment of silence for the definitive voice of Batman that we lost Kevin Mr. Kevin Conroy Now when I think of the dark knight it's his voice that I hear I I read the comics I played with the action figures when I was growing up but I don't know that now I'm trying to see wonder if I saw the Tim Burton movie first or watched the animated series first. What came first? Was it the Burton movie? Yeah, I would think so. Okay. That being said, Kevin Conroy sounded what I always felt like Batman should sound like. While Keaton was a fantastic Batman. His Batman voice was still, it was still Michael Keaton. The the animated Batman voice, that is Batman. And that, I don't think anyone has ever come close or will come close to sounding as good as Kevin Conroy did in that role. Agreed. As a uh, Burton Batman fangirl, yeah, the animated Batman voice nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, so Conroy started voicing in 92. Okay. With the animated series. And then obviously okay. Batman with Keaton was 89. Okay. Oh, I that's right. It's been okay. that long. 89. I Jesus. know. Right. I would have sworn that was in the 90s. are old we are old um it's it's really nice that he got to play a live action version at the end there you know in the the whole was it crisis crossover right with the flash and everything right yeah yeah in um the batwoman tv series right yeah that was where he was that's correct yeah that's where it was yeah Yeah, um um, yeah just like you andy i mean i've always been more of a marvel guy than a dc guy but the the Batman animated series was a must watch every time it was on. Um, yeah. And then more recently I really got into a lot of the, I mean, I've always kind of watched the, the DC animation because it's always been really good, but then 
specifically, uh, more recently, I went through a bunch of these uh, really long kind of uh, episodic events that spanned five, six, seven animated movies and had to go back and watch yeah. a bunch of stuff from like the early 2000s and then the, the mid 2010s to kind of get everything. And yeah, his voice is just ridiculous. And, and he was Arkham, all the Arkham games too, right? Wasn't he Batman? All the Arkham games. That's correct. Yeah. Which were just, you know, the best right. games uh, ever made. I, I wish I would have made a note of it, but, but somebody wrote it out. I think I want to say it was, um, uh, 19 animated features, like 14 video games and, uh, the one live action thing. So yeah. it was, definitely uh, again just an incredible career as the dark knight and he's obviously mm -hmm. he's done other other voices but he will be forever remembered as the definitive voice of batman for yeah, sure i just put the whole list in the chat so we should definitely include a, a good you know, one of those really great like batman with the the bat signal images in our show oh sure this list because it's long yeah. and distinguished yes appropriately uh, long and distinguished yeah right Batman Beyond was definitely one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, a huge loss for for the voiceover community um, in general. And but yeah, I, I mean, man, it, you know, like I heard recently that uh, you know, James Earl Jones officially retired as Darth Vader because they're doing his <laughs> voice completely with AI now. Right. Um, I know that uh, Troy Baker has has sort of picked up uh, the Dark Knight mantle in the more recent years, too. Um, uh, but I, I think it would be. It, it would almost be fitting if they if they could if they could set up an AI to capture what Kevin Conroy captured. And, well, yeah, especially given the the nature of their the multiverse in DC and all the Flashpoint yeah. things, that would be great right. to have him, you know, especially in the animated stuff, to have a, a version oh, yeah. of him that's permanent for that, you know, whatever, 612 or whatever world. Right. You know, yeah, in, absolutely. In. That'd be great. Yeah. Um. So, uh, and uh, we can move on, but yeah, just, I mean, a huge thank you from from all us nerds, Kevin Conroy. Um, man, you were Batman. You were absolutely Batman. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, with that, uh, let's roll into the horror corner, Joe. What do you got for us? So um, on the news front, uh, Crimes of the Future is streaming for free on Hulu. So please go watch okay. that. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. I'm waiting to give it my full attention. This is... Um, I've been waiting for this forever. It's Cronenberg's like, body horror. horror. Oh, that's right. Just that's right. Okay. Viggo Mortensen, Kristen Stewart. It's Ew. gory and gross and sexy and weird. And I can't wait for it. All right. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. So for free on Hulu, finally. Nice. Okay. Um, I took uh, Steve's advice and watched Come True. <laughs> nice. And please watch it. It is really, really okay. good. It's creepy and weird. And the music is phenomenal, like you said. And the dream <laughs> sequences 
like I wish I dreamed this way. <laughs> I really yeah. do. It's it's great, and I'm not going to say more because uh, I probably shouldn't. But definitely <laughs> okay. watch it. He was okay. right in saying it was very very good. Which one was it okay. again? Uh, Come, Come true. true, and it's on Hulu streaming for free too. Nice. So next, um, this is where I think Andy, uh, side kittens. Um, are we talking any any horror stuff? We got to give it a side kitten. (laughs) We got to give it a side kitten. Um, I'm going to give it a seven side kittens Mm -hmm. just because it's not, it's not gory. It's not, it's just, it's (laughs) creepy and weird and. I'm going to mark that down. But it's so it's good. Definitely. Like, I honestly, yeah. Nate, you should watch this one. You really should. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, on that front, I think the next three I have are going to kind of side into Andy's bit a little. So, right. um, uh, Smile was just released on uh, Paramount Plus. And... Both Andy and I were able to watch it. Andy, stop doing the creepy <laughs> smile. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm kind of on the... F- I like it, but I didn't. There were certain I... aspects of it where I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> right. No, I, I agree. So, um... This was interesting, and this is an interesting uh, horror take because it's it's one of those not not necessarily evident of what's going on, and only it's only impacting really impacting one person. Um, that being said, I, I think the lead actress nailed it in terms of convincing, trying to convince everyone she's not crazy when she's crazy. Yeah. Right. Um, and I, I, I was on that journey. Like I was, <laughs> I was with her. I, I felt bad. Um, and then, but the, the resolution of the movie, if you want to call it that either, like I said, and I was thinking about it too because sometimes horror movies start sort of in the middle of 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 a a, a weird thing going on or mm-hmm. a a murder spree or something, and we get caught up in it. And that happened here, right? Yeah. And typically, horror movies are the outlier to the norm of how these go. This didn't necessarily do that, which is, which I wonder if there's more story that we're going to get later. Is there going to be a smile too? a smile more smile, bigger, whatever, you know, (laughs) extra smile. Um, (laughs) uh, The smiling. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that was, that was the weird thing for me was, the end of the movie where, okay, like there was, there was very little resolution in terms of like, and not to get, not to get too spoilery, but she has that moment where she sort of owns up to pain that she's been holding on to forever. 
mm-hmm. right? I thought that was going to be sort of the tide turner in terms of her voyage, right? Yeah. And that, and it just didn't happen, which was weird, mm-hmm. you know, because usually you, you, you level up, right? You have yeah. that thing that gives you strength. You have that thing that gives you the armor that you need to get through that part. And I thought that that and was And you it. become the final girl. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so, um, so yeah, I thought that was, I thought it was a, a weird choice to do, to end it how they end it. I wonder if there's alternate endings. I'd of, be interested to see. Yeah. Like my whole thing with it is, is again, it's the, why did you do that? Right. You shouldn't have done that. Why yeah. didn't you know she was going to do that? You should have known she was going to do that. It, you know, it's just kind of like, uh, and again, trying not to spoilery it, but yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of times where I, I talked about where it's like horror movies don't have people that watch horror movies in them. Right. Well, and, but, well, and, and this, this one, one was different. This, like, they all watched horror movies. They didn't know how doctors were. <laughs> right. Well, but all right, but the two people the two people at the end knew knew the process. Yeah. All he had a very very simple task right. in that moment. You had one job, dude, one job. A very simple task and dude Okay. Again, I've never been in that moment. Right? And for people who have seen the movie, I'm guessing you haven't been in that moment either. Do I, can I tell you for certain how I'm going to act, even if I know what to do? I can't. Well, and see, here's the thing. Here's here's my thing. I'm going to take that back to, like, probably a quarter of the way through the movie. Mm -hmm. She should have known what to do. Didn't do it. Yeah. Like she could have, uh, here's the thing, there wouldn't be a movie then. There wouldn't right. be a movie, we, you know, get that. But I'm like, you have the answer in your hand at the beginning of the movie and you didn't do it. Right. I I did appreciate the fake out in the middle, uh, at, towards the end of her going back in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Because because of everything that had, that had been going on, I I really enjoyed that free, that that sort of fake out. I thought that was really good. Um. So, but but yeah, there there were just some interesting choices here. Interesting choices that they yeah. made. Uh, this is again, for, I, I I think for the journey that it took me on, I, I'm gonna say, but but to put to sort of fumble the ending, I'm gonna say it's a six. Six side kittens. Like I was, I was there. I was into it for, you know, I was into it for the ride. But then toward the end, it was like, man, mm. that they could have, they they could have, they could have done that better. So, and I will side- say, in, in in this one, the viral marketing was to its detriment. Agree. In my absolutely, opinion. yes. Like, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Totally. Uh. There but, needs to be more smiling and smile. So I'm right. just going to put it that way. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but again, nice to see Cal Penn coming back. Oh, know? and Cal Penn coming back in a double way because uh, American he's Horror in Story. American Horror Story. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I was like, Cal Penn, yay, again. 
<laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah. No, I'm I'm right there with you, Joe. So, all right. There you go. Uh, so, what next? Uh, Midnight Club. Oh man, that was very like intense. <laughs> uh, Flanagan did it again. Yeah, uh, like he nailed it. He, I, I, you know, I, I, I thought it was going to be hard to come off of Midnight Mass and do something equally interesting and something that I would get invested in as much as I did. Uh, let me just tell you, Jamie and I rarely burn through shows as quick as we did Midnight Club. We started it Saturday night and finished it last night. <laughs> and okay. we don't have we don't have a whole lot of free time we we stayed up late <laughs> to, to finish it was and it was entirely worth it <laughs> absolutely uh as and again uh incredible incredible uh final girl callback to the original final girl from nightmare on elm street right uh heather, <laughs> heather Langkamp. yeah coming in and uh uh Throwing us, throwing us for a, a veritable curveball towards the end with that reveal. <laughs> right. Now, uh, let me ask you this, Joe. With with, uh, uh, and again, there's so much to unpack with Midnight Club, and I love, I really love the the story aspect of the show, and the fact that the actors from the show were the stars of their own stories. Obviously, because yeah. if you tell a story, you're kind of the story the star of your own story as well um, yeah, and the stories like kind of portrayed their own issues and they worked through it with the stories right absolutely and so i i totally love that part of it and then just but just the overall story of um uh, of everything around that house and w what was there before as to, and to what's now and it's just i thought it was incredible now does that I, I'm assuming that there's more source material there for how it ended. Is mm -hmm. will there be a, a Midnight Club too? I think there will be. I think I've I've heard whispers of Flanagan wants to do, I think, three seasons of this. Oh wow. Okay. So um Oh that's yeah, cool. fact check me if you want to, but I'm I think I saw that on uh, like either a Twitter or a Tumblr thing from him. Okay. That, he wants to continue this. Yeah. Um, and it was definitely left open. And No, I, I agree. Well, if they don't, if if, they, if it, if that's it and it doesn't come back, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to be pissed. I need more story. I need more story here. I need, um, Nate, I'm assuming you haven't gotten into this yet. If you, dude, this is, this is a great watch. It really is. Yeah, every time you say Midnight Club, I think of the racing game from, uh, God, I oh. want to say it was. <laughs> Xbox maybe back in the yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, oh sure. Sure. But I, I I mean I had I had high hopes for this after the trailer. Again, the use of Possum Kingdom in a trailer oh. is the just... music in this is freaking phenomenal. Oh, oh my god. If the, you the soundtrack if you love nineties music at all or just the nineties at all, just watch this show. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, yeah. yeah. The clothes, uh, but... the music, they just they nailed it. Yeah, I mean, but all of the kids, uh, 
I think were just incredible, like incredibly cast. I, I, like I said, I, I, I was on the journeys with them. And so I, th- I think they did. It was just written incredibly well. Like I said, man, Flanagan nailed it again. I, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, he's, he's just good. Watch he's everything good. that man makes. Seriously. Just <laughs> exactly. watch it all. It's all good. Yes. <laughs> even those, even those TikToks. who knew he was so active on TikTok. My goodness. <laughs> Hey, let's uh, give my man Rahul Kohli a little bit of uh, a <laughs> little bit God, of love there. Horrific <laughs> karaoke! <Yeah. laughs> oh my God, is he intending to really? bad, or is that yeah. like? I guess you don't have to sing with a face like that, you know. Right. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that was uh, it was it was incredible. I I enjoyed it. It again, like I said, we rarely burn through shows that quick, and man. That was so good. Yeah. So good. Um, what else on. you got, Joe? Uh, finally, uh, Interview with the Vampire. Oh. I haven't watched oh, it yet, and I want to. Don't man. spoil it. Please don't. Okay. okay. All right. I'm going to try my what? hardest not to spoil it. So you, you yeah. were very you, anti at the beginning, and it sounds like so you've, you've, around. You've, seen the, you've seen the movie, right? Of course. I love the movie. Okay. So I'm just trying to figure out what I can spoil and what I can't. <laughs> well, so I, I I think I think the movie was was uh, overall a, su- a success. Everybody I think really really liked the movie based on sort of star power and like it told a really really great story. And I think it it brought out some of the better parts of the book. And again, while the casting wasn't necessarily dead on the actors who came into those roles really did their best to sort of bring out those characters and make them their own. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to imagine a retelling of that story with other actors in, in that role. So what they smartly did here was update the story Mm -hmm. in a way where it's not where it's not disrespectful to the source material, but very much gives it its own spin on the material, but keeping the essences of the characters intact. Uh, that's how I get it. Joe, how did you see it? That's pretty much exactly how I got it. I was okay. a little curmudgeon in the beginning because I was holding on to my own, like... Not my goddamn man, Ross Not my Louis. Not my Louis. But after watching it, I think it's it's they did good by the books, they did good by the movie, and they made it their own. And Lestat is perfect, 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 better than the movie, perfect, perfect, perfect. Wow. Like, uh, please, was, please, was... please, please make the vampire Lestat. <laughs> The next season, please, please, I need more Lestat in my life. <laughs> this, this was, this was the role that Sam Reed was born to play. Oh my god! I don't. I so do good. not. I do not know that we will be able to see him as anything other than Lestat. If they do the vampire Lestat after this, I mean, they, they went through to. the top. They went okay. Now I know that Mayfair Witches is coming out, but they. They went through the trouble of making their own flashy little immortal universe, uh, yep. um, little thing before their Marvel the logo for immortal exactly, universe. Right. Now, now again, like it, my 
my issue with that is, is that that should be on the second series. It shouldn't be on the first, right? But I have a feeling they they knew that they had sort of a winner here that they were just going to roll with it and and make it, I, I mean, and, and make what they can with what they have. Uh, mm. But yeah, as, as long as Sam Reed is still looks like he looks <laughs> like yeah get that like start filming now get it in there because man that guy is lestat to a t yeah. like and i'm really excited to watch it <laughs> yeah that and daniel like oh man i he's so, so good. good and the fact that they fleshed out that character as much as they did yes cuz like he in the books He's just, he's a boy. He's like just a blip. They right. really fleshed him out and that's going to do them service if they do the rest of the books. Cause then Daniel becomes more of a, a bigger character in the other books. So. Right. Yeah. And he just, uh, like his snarkiness and like, I could watch him and Louis banter forever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, just give me him and Louis bantering in the present time and Lestat and Claudia in New Orleans, and I'm, I'll watch it forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was one of the things I was worried about too when, when they announced that they were going to do this it, it, again, uh, was Claudia and how she would come around. And again, the actress they got. I, I thought the essence of that character is just, I, I mean, very few shows cast cast it right and get it right. But man, this, like this cast yeah. is near perfect. Near perfect. So. Yeah. And just, yeah. uh, it, there's so much meat to this. It's like so... Like the the music and the sets and the costumes and the actors and everything. It's just, all I can say is it's me. Yeah, I just I want yeah. more of it. I I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I I, I think, it, and again, the, the one problem. It's funny too because as much as I love movies and as much as I love watching movies too, especially movies based on source material that we all love. Sometimes it and Nate, we have you. We have record of you <laughs> shouting outside the conquered streets off out of Ready Player One, saying, "What was that?" <laughs> um, but and that's the problem with you. You know, you can't necessarily make a three-hour movie and make it profitable and everything. And I think that that's where uh, the, bullshit. <laughs> well, <laughs> come on now. Sometimes, sometimes you can. You know. And uh, like Lord of the Rings is is sort of the rare exception to that rule where you can have super long movies and make them interesting and they work within the the source material, right? Endgame worked pretty well. I guess it's not really the source material, but right. Yeah. So, however, interview interview needed. Uh, what did we get? Eight episodes? Ten episodes? Eight episodes? Yeah. Eight episodes. So interview eight. needed eight. Yeah. We needed we needed eight hours to get yeah. through, and we're not even that's, we're that's, not even we're not even in Europe yet. Like we're yeah. not even there yet. Like that's the best part of this. 
it's that, like I don't think it's even halfway through. It, we're no, no, it's not. Uh, but I think I I think it was again. It was paced out really well. It never it never felt like it was it, it was too because there's a ton of exposition obviously going on because the 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 crux of this is the interview right the actual interview and you're you're getting a lot of it and man Jacob Anderson so good as Louis so good as Louis and to to make this as interesting as it is and to reveal as much as they reveal but to hold back at some point right the way that they revealed things was very clever i thought through claudia's diaries right mm-hmm. through other other ways right through the the dinner selection when when they're at dinner and louis doing his thing like it's, yeah. it was just i mean really really smart and and so mm-hmm. yeah this is just it was it, man, ab- like absolute home run uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for more. I can't wait for more. So let's let's get season two of interview and yeah, man, start writing Vampire Lestat <laughs> right yeah, now <laughs> for real. Yeah. That being said, I will make a little note of the end. There's mm-hmm. a couple things where I'm like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna see how they play this out. I have faith given. The whole eight episodes that I've just watched, but the last one, I'm like, okay, okay, Did, we're gonna go there. All right, is this supposed to go for? Do we know? Well, there's two questions for sure, but yeah, that's a it's a good question. We don't know yet, um, but I I would assume that I would assume that another season would wrap up interview, mm-hmm. and then they would roll directly into to Vampire List. Vampire List. Nice, random. Yeah. I would that's that's my hope at least. So yeah. Super sweet. But and yeah, and Joe, I, I agree with you. The reveal at the end, I think how that's explained, <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, yeah. I'm <laughs> and, I'm gonna and, need some explanation here because it's kind of again, I'm I'm 50-50 on it. I'm like mm. Yeah. So Yeah, but <laughs> No, no, that this is not how it happened. <laughs> right. But and again, I think there was a, there's a lot but there's a lot of that in that's not that how this happened, but this is where this story is, you know. Yeah. So, and again, they've f- for what they've been working with, the essences of those characters are still there. So, the whatever the, what, however that reveal plays out, uh, I think they've they've built up the credit that they can make it work, and yeah. hopefully they do. Hopefully yeah. they do. So yeah. So uh, like I did come into this of like fuck this show they ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like okay, I'm on board. I'm with you guys. Right. I have faith <laughs> this is going to turn out all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It's been all right so far. And yeah. If anything, I'll and- just watch Lestat over and over again and just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because this is the thing the 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 first movie I fell in love with Louis, fell so uh-huh. in love with Louis. As Brad yeah. Pitt as Louis was my end all be all. For this one, right. I'm like, oh Lestat, I missed you. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, oh <laughs> yeah. He, I, I mean, his introduction is done so well, and just uh, I mean, 
I don't know that a character introduction speaks so true to the character for as as sort of short as that introduction was, it told you who Lestat was in those few minutes that that he was introduced. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, man, that yeah, that guy, Sam Reed, just. Sorry, so Tom incredible. Cruise, but <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, this this guy was born to be lost. <laughs> yeah. And uh, sorry, uh, Stuart, Stuart, what's his name? Stuart Townsend. Yeah, Stuart Townsend. Yeah, sorry, guys. Right. <laughs> Sam yeah. Reed is is and will be always Lestat. <laughs> <laughs> um, On that note, um, yeah, yeah, that's all the horror I have. Okay. All right. No, good. That was uh, that was meaty. I liked it. Um, uh, so let's move into streaming selection of the week. Um, I don't have a whole lot here uh, because I've been really just watching, <laughs> finishing up uh, um, uh interview with the vampire and midnight club, burning through midnight club as fast as we could. Um, so those two are definitely uh, high up on the list if you haven't started those yet. Um, but there's also a great Amazon prime show called the peripheral that is out. Mm. Uh, it's on a weekly release schedule. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, is in it and uh, a very fun uh, sci-fi futuristic um, thing. <laughs> um, it's it's I don't want to I don't want to spoil too much because I would l- love it if you guys watch yeah, this and we could talk about it because definitely on my list. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, there is there is it it is uh, it seemed to have a pretty good budget, so the sci-fi in there, the effects are really really good, and uh, the um. Yeah, I don't want to say too much. So just watch it. And uh, next podcast on the 100th, uh, if we don't decide to do something fun and gimmicky, we can talk about it down the road. Because again, it is a it, this is a weekly release schedule, so we can talk about it. What well, we have a few months or uh, like, a, like a month and a half before it's done. So because I, I think it just released their fourth episode, fourth or fifth uh, last Friday. Nice. Um, and then, uh, and I should have started with this, but I saw this really great um, lower budget uh, horror movie on Shutter called Revealer, and this is a very uh, Night of the Comet uh, nice. take 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 on horror. Um, Night of the Comet, by the way, is one of my favorite uh, late eighties movies uh, around this genre, and I just think it's done really well. And this is sort of the same these these two people are in the right spot at the right time during a celestial event that turns the rest of the population just nuts and uh it is wonderfully low budget and hmm. but like i think really really well done and uh um it was just it was a fun watch it was a 90 minute like you know quick hit on shutter and it was really good it's called revealer um uh, if you guys, if you guys need something to watch and you've exhausted everything that you've watched hmm. and need to kill ninety minutes, check out Revealer because, <laughs> yeah, right, because it's because it's because it's pretty good. Um, I don't really have anything else to bring up. Uh, I know that we, well, I know that we never we never discussed the season finale of House of the Dragon. And uh, really? we we passed no we didn't because oh, we passed fuck. over it with we our with our horror yeah. cast. Um, oh shit! But but man, with those those last two episodes being uh, what's happening in 
um, uh, what's happening with the high towers, and then the very last episode mm. of what's happening on the Targaryen side. Yeah, the how to train your house of the dragon episode. Right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> exactly. Oof. Right. Um, man. Uh, I I don't know that m- that we're gonna see a first season of any show do what house of the dragon did uh in terms in in terms of just of scale and in terms of generating sort of excitement for where it's going and what's going to happen next um i have to say the lord of the rings show is up there with that no i i, I think I it's totally only because with they you. spent all the money on both of those shows <laughs> too to make it look as good as it could have no uh, i i absolutely agree with you there yeah. um so but i think it, like i said if if any show like if if any sort of franchise being game of thrones needed to nail a first season yeah, of, no of, shit, of, right. of a pickup show. Wash like, the bad taste of... of the last several seasons of Game of Thrones out of your mouth, man. Ex- exactly. Right. It's and um, well done. yeah, but I, I think that that last episode was the, the season finale again of, of what's going on in, in Dragonstone and mm-hmm. just, Oh man, just so incredible. And I mean, the oh God, Matt Smith, Man, <laughs> it's, just, it's just like I, I, you know, like a few years ago, and I know that I said earlier that Sam Reed was born in the playlist at like, and a few years ago, if you asked me, like Matt Smith was was born to play Doctor Who, but man, he is proving me wrong with. <laughs> yeah, he's way yeah. better in the genre, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> right? I mean, he does have a lot to work with. Let's just leave it there. But man, no, that's he embodies this kind of quasi villainous crazy powerful character you know in a different way right doctor is pretty straightforward about who who the doctor is but yeah yeah, it's it's really good i mean just some of the (laughs) and some of the little small things apparently like that weren't even scripted like when when the king was struggling to take the throne and drops his the crown falls off and then he picks it up and puts it back on him that wasn't in the script they just kept filming it it was perfect but a right. lot of his little mannerisms and, and looks and just quirks that I'm not really used to because I didn't follow Matt Smith before this really. Uh, yeah. I'm not a huge Doctor Who person at all. Um, really kind of fleshed out the character and and uh, I just really appreciated what he brought to the role to the to the point that I bought the book so I could actually read the source material <laughs> for this stuff. So, Oh, nice. Um, I'm super excited. Uh, I also heard that the last scene uh, where he tells uh, Renera what happens there was dialogue there oh really and then after after they shot the dialogue he asked he's like well what if we what if it's silent yeah apparently he he had the idea for really for that for the for the for the backs turned and then the renera's final turn to the yeah to the camera yeah that's Um, perfect i couldn't imagine that yeah dialogue so much oh yeah Right. Um, and uh, the another another Matt Smith gem when they're discussing the dragons and who has what dragons and Matt Smith or uh, Damon knows the location of every unclaimed dragon in the land. Mm-hmm. Like, I just thought that was incredible. 
Um, and then the um the the dragon scene towards the end. Well, first when he they land in um God, wherever the Baratheons are at this point, the right? Storm's End there, right? Yeah, yeah, Storm's End. That's right. And uh, the little dragon, sort of just mm-hmm. in the in the courtyard, it's fine. Yeah. And then you just see the it's fine. Dragon. Everything's fine. And then the helicarrier that is. Oh <laughs> man, that was. Just you want a dragon? Like... You got dragons in this one, well, right? But I mean, you see that happen, and how do you not just like, nope, get back on your dragon and leave? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly, not, exactly, nope, right? This is not. Yeah, there's no way the this is gonna go well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's the gif of that little baby that comes out of the uh, oh, thing and then just turns yes. turns right away. And goes, nope. Or it's Homer going back in the yeah fitting in the back into the edge maze. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, but man, yeah, I can't I can't wait for season two, and uh, that is just oh man, it's so good. And I I guess uh, uh, I guess they've they've said that there's no more time jumps here. That it's just it's uh, right. it's this story moving forward. So really, yeah, that's interesting I, I, because I heard that they were talking about potentially. So, um, God, where did I hear this? Now I'm trying to remember where I heard it. I think it might have been Dan Casey on the Nerdist channel. So the show is called House of the Dragon, right? Which means it's about yes. the Targaryens. It doesn't mean it's yes. about these Targaryens. So he's talking That's about true. there was a rumor that potentially this could go on for X number, like a crazy amount of seasons and lead it all the way up to the events of Game of Thrones. To the birth like, of uh, Daenerys? To, yeah, to like grab all of the main events on the timeline of this family and flesh them out. And that's why there were rumors about, and I think that's why they were talking to to um, Elizabeth Olsen and to uh, Henry Cavill because they could oh, be sure. other Targaryens in like this crazy line because there are a lot of other Targaryens that happen between this event and then Game of Thrones that are insanely famous and, and all that. So right. um, I really want that to happen. Like I want there to be yeah. a couple of seasons of these people and then we jump. Then there's like a hundred year jump or 200 year jump or something like that. And then you get sure. a whole group of of them and see them at the height of their power and all that. So yeah, I, don't know. I think that'd be cool. So interesting because I heard no more time jumps and four seasons. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'd so be happy knows? either way. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. I'm not exactly. going to complain about more dragons and Game of Thrones. Okay? <laughs> it's really good. That's and, no, uh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and uh, my final, um, my final uh, streaming selection of the week is, and I don't, we haven't talked about, season six yet but i'm finally i finally caught up on season six uh rick and morty hmm. um have you guys have, have you guys not. watched oh, it all no i haven't i'm i think okay. i haven't seen any of it uh, i just want to tell you there's the diehard episode no i'm just gonna leave up. it at that okay the diehard episode. yep the diehard episode i don't think i, I haven't, haven't seen it yet but okay you just clued me in on which one because i was like season six which one is that i don't think um, i have yeah. access to this this is on it's on uh, Adult Swim. So if you yeah, have Adult, Adult Swim, Swim so on your cable package, you get I, all Rick and Morty. I do not have cable. So right. okay, we'll so, uh, um, figure it out. Let's let's discuss, Nate. Yes. We'll discuss. Yes. Take it offline. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. So that's it. That's it for streaming service selections I, I got of some. the week. Nate. I got some Nate. For bring you. bring it on. Yeah. It so on. just a quick aside. I think I touched on this already. That I actually oh, took. Oh, go ahead. Come. Do it. Uh, okay, so two, <laughs> two, two, 
Uh, and Nate, we I think we talked about this briefly. Tales of the Jedi from Disney uh-huh. Plus. Yep, that was part of it. <laughs> My goodness. Um. So uh, it was really good, Joe. I don't. I don't know that you. You have probably haven't watched this oh, yet. So there, Joe, six, it's right up your alley. Man. So six, oh. six animated shorts, uh, Tales of the Jedi. Three follow Ahsoka, and three follow a younger Count Dooku. A young Count Dooku. Yeah. Ooh. And we have before he turns. We have <laughs> we have cameos from Mace Windu. We have cameos. From Qui Gon Jinn, young Qui Gon Jinn, and old Qui Gon Jinn, yeah. and Yaddle. Oh, man. I was <laughs> gonna say Yaddle. I've heard I've heard the Yaddle news. <laughs> yeah. Um, and dude, it's fascinating. It's so well yeah. done it's too, and you could consume it all in under ninety minutes. Like it's maybe yeah. less than that because they're short. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, Ken and I got started on Andor, so oh, okay, yeah. we're about right. three episodes was- in on Andor. Oh God, yes. <laughs> It's so it so, keeps and, getting better. Just make sure you give it a chance. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's and and that's my next my next bring up was going to be Andor because yeah, we've same. forgotten to mention this. I think just because there's been so much else going on right. with 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 us. But yeah, but let's not uh, and, let's not spoil and, anything because Joe. No, is only three I, I don't. But yeah, to Nate's point, hang in there. Yeah. Uh, what is building up will definitely get paid off. Yep. <laughs> um and we're not even done yet. And we're not done. There's yet. still yeah. there's there's tomorrow. still more to go, but um uh, you know, I think when I I think it was smart uh, and I it was weird when they announced this show too that it's like do we really need to see this character's arc because we know what happens to him in Rogue One. Right. Like you know, but yeah, the answer is yes. uh, I didn't <laughs> I did not realize that his journey was going to be as fascinating as it has turned out to be. Right. This paints such a wonderfully it possibly it paints the best picture of how awful the empire is versus what they do to the people in the galaxy. Um, yeah, and what it takes and, to start a rebellion against said empire. Like, it's not, right. it's not shiny, happy, you know, holding hands and fucking thoughts and prayers. It's gritty, yeah. dark shit that you have to do. Yeah. Um, uh, Andy Circus, great, great. Uh, I, I guess not necessarily a cameo arc. Like, this is a legit, you know, like I part mean, of the show when. That's what I was During saying. this arc, talk and th- about it unless it has no, 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 and I'm not going to say anything else. Well, I know Andy uh, Circus but... is in it. Come on, okay, there you <laughs> yeah. Go. Well, I'm making sure then, I don't know uh, how much you saw. <laughs> yeah, uh, Stellan Skarsgård. I'm still on is... the internet. Yeah, okay. Holy shit, Stellan Skarsgård gives a one-shot speech that is the best <sighs> group of dialogue in pretty much any Star Wars thing ever. It's oh yeah, it's better than General so... Hux's speech. you knew that was coming you yes. knew yeah, that was yeah, coming. yeah 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 <laughs> um so uh yeah and no andor has been uh i think a really really pleasant and incredible watch it was way better than i thought it was ever going to be 100 it, yeah. it it's bringing so much to the table again in explaining who the empire is, what they are to the people and 
what the rebellion did to get started. Mm-hmm. Like this is literally like the grassroots of the rebellion. And yeah, season two confirmed, man, by the way. So that's not- <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. So excited for it. And um, even the Senate sequences mm-hmm. speak speak volumes and like, oh, hey, we're going to give you some <laughs> some of the Galactic Senate here. And right. it there have been quick little hitters, but man, they they have speak volumes here. So, yeah. And the show is not action packed in itself. The action that they do throw at you is great. And there are oh, no yeah. wasted scenes. It's it's very tight. Um, even right. when it seems slow, it's purposeful yeah. and, and it's building tension or giving you some great backstory. And the supporting cast of the show is just fantastic. I mean, from top to bottom. So oh, you already yeah. mentioned Skarsgård. I mean, obviously he's a fucking legend. But yeah, um, a yeah. lot of the the smaller bit players are just everyone's great in this. So and we talked yeah. about this before. I love that it starts in a brothel. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Who thought yeah. a Disney Plus yeah. show had would me at start hookers. here? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um that's funny okay so thank you thank you for reminding me of both of those cheers yeah so i've got a couple uh i think i mentioned this before but i took annie through the whole vox machina thing we finished that that's correct week. yes uh yeah. really great she loves it and uh super excited for the new season coming out in january um titans is back uh on hbo and uh it's really good i'm only a couple episodes in but we get lex oh, luther and right. titans now yeah dude that's right it started yes yeah lex luther and a bunch of other shit happening like oh what the fuck is that <laughs> oh my god yeah there's a bunch of crazy shit so i gotta catch up i'm a few behind okay. now but i think i'm three episodes into that uh the dragon prince returned on disney sorry on netflix i'm not sure if you guys watched this really great animated series on netflix so Okay. Um, God, I'm trying to think. It's basically the closest you could get to like a cool D and D type thing, high magic and dragons and elves and stuff like that before uh, Vox Machina came along. Uh, okay. Really great animation. It's completely acceptable for kids. Eddie's watched it all, but it's also really a great story, and the animation's fantastic. Uh, the dragons are cool as fuck. And just okay. in general, it's a great show. So Dragon Prince on Netflix. If you guys have a chance to watch that, check it out. Um, funny enough, Zootopia has a Disney Plus show uh, <laughs> a series. I had no idea. Like, so the movie was great. But now there's a series of shorts that go along with it that are just hilarious. I forgot how much fun that world is. And so they built nice. out the world even more. And that, that's that been fun to watch with Addy. Uh, I watched this today. The uh, So Marvel does a bunch of assembled stuff now with all of their newer properties. You know, they'll oh, that's right. Making of, yeah. So the making of She-Hulk. Fucking watch uh-huh. it. It's really good. Like If you're done with the okay. series, it's 50 minutes. And it's amazing behind the scenes stuff. And they're just laughing their asses off the whole time. So okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, future looking uh, Willow at the end of the month. November That's 30th correct. on Disney Plus. Yeah. So they just dropped some new uh, trailers and updated imaging um, for that series. That looks amazing. And I can't wait for that. Um, and then yeah. I guess not streaming service, but not MCU news. I've been playing God of War Ragnarok. Uh, nice. It's really good. It's it's uh, it's not game of the year material. Uh, it was just nominated um, at the, the oh, game okay. awards. Uh, along with something like Elden Ring, which is a completely new uh, IP and just one of the best games I've ever played. 
that game is like hands down the best game I've ever played and definitely oh, game wow. of the year. Uh, I'm only a, I'm not very far into Ragnarok right now, and I'm sure the story okay. is going to be amazing, but it is a sequel. It's not breaking a lot of new ground with the gameplay mechanics or any of that that happened in the last one. So I okay. would be if if Elden Ring loses to Ragnarok, then that thing is fucking rigged. Okay, I don't care how good the story is. The, just the Elden Ring as it is, the gameplay and everything that you get off of that game is just fucking chef's kiss. So we'll see what happens okay. with that. I got to put some more hours into that guy. But um, yeah, that's what I got for the little nice. uh, lamprey on oh, your, your yeah. portion there. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched the first season of this, but another Netflix show that um, just came out with its second season is Warrior Nun. Did you guys watch yes. this? Yes. Oh, I forgot it came out. Yeah, oh, so shit, the second season that. just dropped on Netflix. So that yeah, that's going so to be good. something that we <laughs> that okay, we watch. Hang on, I gotta sure. add that to watch this page here. I yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw that when I was looking through Netflix the other day. I was like, oh wait, at the back, there's more. Oh, it's so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, Nate, we're ready. <laughs> um i can't do the black panther sounds and i don't want to do that because that's that would be terrible but fuck wakanda forever is so goddamn good <laughs> I had so much fun. It was it was really just an amazing evening overall. I got to meet Eddie's uh older boys. Uh shout out Jack and Charlie. Um nice. And uh so Annie and her two boys or two of her three boys and then uh, I took uh Addie and her best friend Megan and we all went and had mod pizza and then went and saw Wakanda Forever. I haven't seen that theater this packed since star wars uh the force awakens it was insane and the uh the box office showed it uh yeah biggest, what, 180 no, mil biggest november opening ever uh, across all genres so 181 right. million dollars for that was just domestically worldwide 330 million in a weekend Oof. and Oof. this is off of a 250 million dollar production budget which makes it the most expensive movie featuring a black lead Oh, wow. Uh, and taking the title from 2012's Men in Black 3, which was $215 million, and the original Black Panther, which was $200 million in third place. So, uh, okay. yeah, fuck. <laughs> they made all of their money and then some in the first weekend. <laughs> yeah. So, man, I've got so much to say about this movie. The, um, I'm trying to think of the best way to go through this. It was really, really just an amazing epic of a superhero movie that moved the story of Wakanda and the MCU forward in just a fantastic fashion while paying tribute to the fallen King and Chadwick Boseman. Um, mm -hmm. They spent a lot of time on that. You could tell this was movie was about grief and loss and what you do with that and how you redirect that energy. Um, Teno Huerta as Namor fucking destroys his role. He absolutely really? nails it. Yeah. That whole, the way they turned that whole uh, origin story on its head, where it was Atlantis, like in the comic books, they uh -huh. wanted to obviously differentiate themselves from the DC universe with Atlantis. So right. they basically rewrote it as a Maya, uh, like a Mayan rooted culture 
of Talokan, where it's basically in the middle of the Atlantic, I think. I'm trying to think exactly where it ends up. Um, but it's okay. it basically the whole culture is rooted in like Mayan and Incan um, uh, lore and that kind of thing. So you get all okay. of the, the amazing imagery and like the body jewelry and and that kind of thing. And his character, it, it just, he absolutely nails it. He, he has, there's like heart to the character, but also like this menace to the character. Apparently yeah. he's been alive for 500 years ish. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, like this isn't really spoiling anything, but the whole way that the underwater people kind of come to exist is they're showing a bunch of flashbacks of the Spanish conquistadors basically raping and pillaging across the Yucatan Peninsula um, and Mesoamerica and everyone mm-hmm. gets smallpox right from the, we know all in the story about the smallpox blankets and everything. Right. And in order to, to save their people there, there's this legend of this, uh, I'm trying to remember what they call it there. Basically you find out that there's other vibranium, vibranium sources other than Wakanda. So when the meteor hit Wakanda, there were splinters, which is what happens when a meteor hits the atmosphere. Splinters of that meteorite fell into the ocean. And okay. so instead of like the heart-shaped herb that gives the Black Panther its powers, you have a different kind of like a seaweed or something like that that was said to have restorative properties, etc. And the the whole tribe is basically dying of smallpox. And so they go through this whole thing where they find this the plant and they grind it up and they all drink it. But one of the people who drinks it is a pregnant woman and it mutates her baby into Namor. And so he comes out with the wings on his feet and all that. Ah, so that happened feathers. back. Right. Yeah, exactly. But that means that there's been mutants in the MCU for 500 years, uh, at least 500 years. So ah, yeah, okay. there's a bunch of God, so much, so many great kind of just moments in this movie that I don't really want to spoil because you really need to see them. They're not, it's not really spoilers okay. at all. Um, sure. So the, I'm trying to remember the name of the actress who plays Riri Williams, who's Ironheart in this movie. Basically, she's a super smart MIT student that okay. develops kind of, uh, she develops a uh, technology to detect vibranium underwater and the government steals her project basically from MIT to create a machine to oh, wow. find vibranium underwater. Uh, Lake Bell makes an appearance in this movie, which I was really surprising. Like, nice. Ah, okay. Wow. That's interesting. I haven't seen <laughs> her in a bit. Um, the Joe, you'll absolutely love what they do with the underwater creatures. Like <laughs> they have such a great uh, rapport with there's, killer whales all over this movie which is amazing right but they, they nice. use them in such a great way like the the, the um talokans or whatever you're call, whatever we're calling the, the the race uh they use them to basically fling the troops from the water onto the land with the tails of the orca oh no way <laughs> and the whales and so it's fucking great um but the way that they they mix these two cultures and uh, and show you like the culture behind both of these two superpowers basically in the world. And then what happens when after uh, T'Challa had revealed to the world that they have vibranium and they're this super powerful nation and he wanted to reach out. What happens when all of these other countries like the United States and France and all these other uh, 
members of NATO want this vibranium for themselves. So there's like a bunch yeah. of side back action happening where <laughs> okay. I really don't want to give this stuff away because it's like the reveal, okay. the reveal of some of these things uh, really kind of blows your mind. But um, the the main call out is like Angela Bassett is going to at least get nominated, if not win an award for her performance in this movie. She is like just fierce and I can't, we couldn't stop staring at her shoulders like she's fucking ripped and like, <laughs> just this imposing presence, even in the the, the middle of the U.N. Uh, and some of the speeches that she gives in this movie are just insanely moving. I mean, I cried several times. I'm yeah. a big crier, but the whole theater. <laughs> so something that noteworthy with this movie is that I've been to a lot of Marvel premieres specifically at this theater and they're always very loud. People are very into it. It's part of the experience. It's why you go opening night, right? There was so they did such a great job at, um, at celebrating the life of Chadwick Boseman and the character in this movie. They basically recreate his death in the movie, you know, okay. dying of a mysterious disease and they're trying to save him. And, Spoiler alert, they can't, obviously. Um, and they do such a great job with like the funeral and the the celebration of his life and showing you what the the culture does with honoring the dead and and what happens with the family and how they move forward and then where the threats are coming from. It the movie is done so well and they interweave these two cultures that are basically like me against the world type cultures at this point. Because oh, sure. they both have okay. vibranium and everybody else wants it. So it's definitely worth seeing in the theater if you can. Apparently it's also in 3D, which would not be lost on this movie. It would be worth seeing it in 3D. But if you can see it in IMAX while it's still in IMAX, apparently it's supposed to run for 45 days in theaters. So there's a oh, lot wow. of opportunity okay. out there. Go see it on a $5 Tuesday in Martinez, Jobin, or something. <laughs> I will go see this movie again in a heartbeat. I, I can't wait to see it again. So... Uh, sorry, this is getting a little long winded, but I love this movie. Obviously it's amazing. It's almost better than the first one. That's, that's how much I love okay. this movie. And the first one is fantastic. So, <sighs> yeah, that being said, um, it's all the things that they did such a great job. I've heard a lot of complaints about this movie. Like it's too long and they spent too much time on T'Challa's death and, and all that, which is just like, I can't understand how much the loss of Chadwick Boseman and this character meant to nerds that don't look like me. Right. Right. How, yeah, yeah. how much <laughs> yeah. they, how impactful the, the first movie was to a whole group of people that have been underrepresented and then to lose that person. And then yeah. to, to see how they honor him in this movie is just moving beyond words. And I, I can't even imagine it. So it's amazing. Okay. Go see it. Um, what else do I have about this? So we talked about the mutants existing longer than we thought 450 to 500 years, according to the timeline there. Um, they're already developing multiple spinoffs. We've got a show coming up next year, uh, which is also directed by Ryan Coogler for Ironheart. So the Riri Williams character gets her own spinoff and they're also doing an Okoye spinoff with an eye. So, uh, Oh, cool. Her character in this movie too. Holy fuck. Like if anyone could get close to Angela Bassett's performance, it's her in this movie, which is huge. Uh -huh. If you, if you're aware of uh, everything that goes on there. So 
Uh, that's my quick Black Panther. Not quick. That's my uh, unironically fast Black Panther review. Fucking go see it. It's worth it. Um, let's see. I had a Black Panther block. That's done. Uh, Marvel Studios first R-rated live action show reportedly to drop in 2024, and that'll be Daredevil Born Again. So that's still something that's been kicking around. People are talking about it because it's huge. Um, it looks like Spider-Man 4 uh, gets kind of teased as far as its more grounded storyline. And there's a bunch of stuff that's going to happen. They're basically Peter dealing with his lost identity. He's going to be in college at that point. Um, there's going to be like the whole help wanted daily bugle photographer thing. So we're going to get to see him actually do the whole J Jonah Jameson interaction at providing photos, which will be cool. I'm sure you'll get like the aunt may, um, remembering aunt may kind of thing. They're supposedly, they're supposed to be Marvel daredevil team up. I'm sorry. Spider-Man daredevil team up potentially in that movie. Um, Spider-Man's most likely going to show up in the daredevil born again show. Uh, their team up is huge in the comic book. So that'll be great. Um, there's also some really good rumors about the villains. That'll be more like Kingpin and from the series and like venom potentially getting into that movie. Uh, so I'm excited for that one. That'll be fun. He just signed a a deal for, I think five movies with Marvel or Sony. Oh, really? Yeah. I just saw something about a a pretty big contract for him where it was four or five films. Uh, regarding well, involving Spider-Man. So um, it looks like he's got That's his awesome. character is most likely going to appear in the new Spider-Verse movie as well uh, in the animated show movie. So that'll be cool. Uh, something I saw last minute that just updated on the website was that uh, Kelsey Grammer apparently really wants to be beast again. He was, he huh. said he was kind of upset when he stopped being beast uh, <laughs> in the X-Men movies. So uh, he basically put it out there. He's like, you know, I really want to be beast again. I really hope they do that. <laughs> and if they don't, I'm never going to Disneyland again. <laughs> Basically was <Yeah>. his threat, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Um, David Harbour apparently is already talking about the Thunderbolts movie. He, did, he said he hasn't read the script yet, but he's heard rumors about where it's going to go. And he's very excited about it. Uh, uh, speaking of David Harbour, really quick. Have yeah. you guys seen the trailer for uh, Violent Night? No. The poster is up in the IMAX theater, though. <laughs> I nice. haven't seen the trailer. Uh, David Harbour, Santa Claus. Yeah. And he is uh, um, basically the uh, the Santa of vengeance. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Yes. Uh, watch that trailer if you haven't watched it yet. Violent Night. It's, it, it's incredible. <laughs> Will do. Will do. All right, sure. I got a couple more here and then we can wrap it up. Yeah, um, please go. Aubrey Plaza has been cast in WandaVision's uh, Agatha spinoff. So we're going to get Aubrey That's Plaza right. in uh, Coven of Chaos or whatever that damn thing gets uh, ends up being called. Uh, yeah. She's super excited about it. I can't wait to see her in oh, that role. Dude, she's, uh, she's so great. There's rumors that she's going to, she might reprise her role from Legion where she's like the super scary main big bad. So I didn't right. watch the end of that. So um, yeah, we'll see. I just want to see her running around <laughs> with Catherine Hahn. That <laughs> sounds fantastic. Yeah. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, so not really Marvel, but Marvel adjacent. Dave Batista reacts to Netflix Gears of War announcement with a suit up video. Yeah, <laughs> he's wanted to play. Right. He's wanted to be in this movie for so long that he he basically spent all this money on an actual suit. And then produced his own video suiting up oh, as a Gears incredible. of War character, which they need to do. 
I mean, really yeah. just cast all of the the fun like WWE guys <laughs> and let's get a call. Right. <laughs> yeah. Be great. Um, Owen Wilson apparently is going to be in Deadpool three as Mobius from the Loki series. Uh, that Ooh, was revealed in a nice. new rumor. And apparently it's a pretty major role. So we'll see how that shakes out. That'd be fun to see him in there. Um, and then the last thing I had here was uh, what are the next Marvel movies after Black Panther 2? So let's wrap this boy up. We got uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania in February 2023. Okay. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Fuck. Really? In May. That's amazing. That's close. Oh, that's right. Or should get Adam Warlock in that one, too. Oh, that's going to be great. <laughs> um, the Marvels, July 28th uh, in 2023. So that's going to be Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, and yet unannounced Monica Rambeau's character. I think Photon, potentially. Uh, so her character from one division uh, where she has those cool powers right. at the end of that. Um, Sam Jackson's going to be back in that too. Um, then we've got captain America, new world order, the first sighting of Han Solo in the MCU. Uh, right. <laughs> and the first captain America movie with Sam Wilson, his character as captain America fully. So that'll be cool to see. And that's may 2024. So now we're pushing out pretty hard. And then we've got Thunderbolts, oh, okay. which is going to be July, 2024. Uh, and then there'll be some kind of big Avengers movie, I think, towards the end of the year. Um, but re- rewinding it a little bit, we get the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, November 25th. Yes. <laughs> so be yes. on the lookout for that, where it's basically Drax and Mantis trying to find Kevin Bacon to make Star-Lord feel better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Which... That's like that one-liner elevator pitch is all I need. I am interested. Let's go. I'm so right. here for it. They're on yeah. a mission to Earth to kidnap the legendary Kevin Bacon as a gift for Peter Quill. <laughs> like this is not a misprint. Kevin Bacon is excited to be in the movie. So, yeah, that's what I got. There's a lot of other stuff happening, but that's all the news that's fit to print for today. Um, one other, one other thing that I forgot, um, to mention too, is that we watched, uh, Enola Holmes too. Uh, Addie watched it without me. I'm so pissed. Oh, I seen bummer. It um, it just makes me want a Henry Cavill, Sherlock Holmes movie yeah. 10 times more. That's whatever. Um, yeah, he's, yeah, he, he's got a bigger role in this, in this one. There's, it's more of a, uh they're working the same case from different angles. Um, and they, they focus it around a, a true event from history too, which is really neat. Um, so, uh, but it was really good. It was a great watch. It was, it was a lot of fun. So nice. That's, that's all I have to say. Uh, hmm. uh, final thoughts on episode 99 guys. Our next, our next meeting is, uh, the century mark. Oh, shit. About fucking time, uh-huh. man. I know, right? That's so awesome. Yeah, some foreign change, so. Right. Yeah. That'll put us one on the oh. 29th. Okay. Okay. I forgot a little bit of extra horror news. No. Uh, okay. Terrifier 2 is apparently in the running for an Oscar. What? <laughs> they, they, put it, they put it in for. No. Yeah. Apparently it was um, a joke, but uh, the, the director's like, send it. Oh, so wow. it's in, uh, in the hat to be nominated for an Oscar. Oh awesome. my goodness. That's amazing. 
That's amazing. Um, this was a great. This was put, a great. Put out the good vibes for yeah. Art the Clown getting an Oscar. <laughs> oh man, please, please make that happen, man. The laundromat scene, the laundromat scene. I, I love the laundromat scene. <laughs> oh, yeah, so good. Okay, I all mean, right. well, you gotta you gotta clean your bloody clown suit somehow. No, yeah, <laughs> you you absolutely do, right? And uh, oh man, that was so great. Um. That little girl too. Oh, oh, oh. 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 sorry. Okay, again, we'll uh, move on. When you're cleaning your clown suit, you have to have a friend to uh, hang out with while right. you're sitting yeah. in the laundromat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, uh, folks, that's it for for Rum and Regret episode ninety nine. Uh, what are you guys watching these days? What did you uh, did you guys watch Smile? Let us know if you watched Smile. Let us know what you thought. Uh, did you guys watch Interview with a Vampire? What do you think of the of the changes to that story so far? And did it work for everything? Um, uh, what did you guys think of uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Let Nate know because he has a lot to say on it still. Um, what else? What That's should we it. do uh, for our 100th episode? Yeah, what right. should we do for our 100th episode? Yeah, if you have any thoughts on that, let us know. Uh, we have some ideas brewing, but uh, obviously, if uh, if you guys have ideas, it's the less we have to do. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, let us know. We're on the socials. We're on uh, Facebook at the Rum and Regret Podcast. We are on Twitter at Rum underscore Regret. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram. And is that it, Nate? Where else are we? Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, uh, every other platform of choice, I think. That's right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Um, Joe, where can they find you on the socials? At Joe Chickadee on the socials or at JoeChickadee.com. Nate, where can they find you on the socials? Yeah, Avid Gamer, AV1D Gamer on all the socials and your gaming platforms of choice. And you can find me at Crazy Drake on Facebook, Andrew Drake on Twitter. And until the next time, episode 100, we have spoken. Bald-headed demon. <laughs> you guys won't get it, but you will. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> oh, Jeebs. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.